Welcome to the 19th ESC Every Soldier Counts podcast. Wherever you find American troops today, you'll find the men of the Transportation Corps. Enough and on time. That's the story we tell you today. The story of the Army Quartermaster Corps. These youthful servicemen are members of the Army's Military Police Corps. One of the most important forces behind the lines. The Army Ordnance Corps. Welcome again to the Every Soldier Counts podcast. I am Sergeant First Class Adam Ross, Public Affairs NCOIC for 19th Expeditionary Sustainment Command, and we are very pleased to be joined today by two members of the esteemed 8th Army Band. So we have Specialist Brittany Simmons and Specialist Darden Baker. Thank you to both for joining us here. No problem. Um, thank you for inviting us here. And I just want to say, like, I've, I've been here a couple of years down here. I think anyone who's been in Area 4 for any number of time has seen the band. You guys are down here quite a bit for all of our uh, events and, and ceremonies. We really appreciate you com- making the drive from, from Humphreys all these times. I think uh, we are all really excited whenever we get to come down to Daegu. Um First of all, because it's always such a warm welcome. I feel like uh, everybody is happy to have us and they're very kind to us and, and enjoy the band. And then also because Daegu is really cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a little different than Pyeongtaek. Yes, you know? I mean, I love Pyeongtaek, but mm-hmm. Daegu is exciting. And so this will actually be your, uh, when we're recording this, this will be your second time in a week, basically, down here, right? right. <laughs> yes, we left uh, on Sunday. Right. And And we're back and it's Friday. So. So we're both uh, both of you are vocalists. And so um, kind of the the motivation for this podcast was seeing you sing your songs in Korean. And so is that is is that something that's been going on in Eighth Army Band for a while or is that one of your ideas or where where did that come from? Um, It's definitely been at least a part of the Eighth Army Band for a while. It wasn't, when I first showed up, uh, Sergeant First Class Madsen was doing any Korean singing. Um, and then he went on to, he's at Shape now. And I started trying to, both uh, Baker and I did a Korean singing contest out in Pyeongtaek with Keef. And uh, we both like learned those songs. And then I tried to get the band to let me kind of incorporate that in. Uh, Baker actually speaks Korean better than I do. I'm, I'm <laughs> not great at, it's uh, actually conversing, um, but I try to learn them and, and get a lot of advice, advice on my pronunciation to make sure that it doesn't sound like gibberish. <laughs> so, so you sing in Korean as well sometimes? Sometimes. I prefer uh, mostly to speak it, uh, just to study it, but okay. Simmons is incredible. Uh, when she sings in Korean, it's like, especially uh, Korean citizens, they literally ask her if she's Korean, like, She's, she sounds like she's fluent. <laughs> yeah, so the, the function we were at before had a number of uh, Rock Army um, soldiers there, and they they loved it, I could tell. And, and for me, the first I think the first song you sang it in was uh, I Will Survive. Oh, you, okay. sing, you sing the first part in English, and it took me a while. I was like, I don't know if those are the lyrics. Oh, I, oh okay. <laughs> sing in Korean. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh, so what, what's your process then for that? Do you, does someone translate it for you or... 
What? I usually, so that song, actually that uh, version of We Will Survive, um, We Will Survive, I Will Survive is made famous by a Korean singer here. She she did it on like a, kind of their version of a America's Got Talent, oh. obviously not America. Um, and Sergeant Cho, our saxophonist, brought it to me and he said, if you can learn this, like the Korean people really like this song, like it's it's difficult because it moves really fast, but if you can learn this, it'd be, I think a really cool thing for us to do. And I was like, say no more, let's do it. Because mm. I, I like So you that. at least had a reference of like someone else singing it. Then. Yes, mm. so, and he helped me like find the lyrics in Korean and then what helps me to make sure I'm saying it right is actually like spending the time to transliterate the Korean letters because I can read the Korean letters mm-hmm. um, just not quickly. So I'll spend the time to like transliterate them into what looks probably like nonsense if you're anybody else, but it's what it sounds like to me um, so that I make sure that I'm doing the sounds as close to correct as possible. Mm-hmm. And I also know uh, Special Baker. So when you're when you're not the primary singer on those songs you're still up there kind of backing her up doing a little dancing maybe you know talk, talk about is there kind of the speak on the chemistry with with the different with the bandsmen how, how does that contribute okay. to the performance um so the chemistry with the bandsmen we're we're a team we're a good team um a mini family um we we're with each other every day just about all the time um and it's really good. We just we we support each other. Um, when when Simmons you know is taking lead, I do my BGVs. I you know bust a move or two, and uh, vice versa. Uh, you, you you didn't get to see it that much, but Simmons can cut a rug. She <laughs> she she be moving. Um, she definitely doesn't stand still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have uh you know we have a uh, Sergeant Cody. He's our bass player. Sergeant Anderson uh, is our electric guitarist. Uh, Specialist Norman is our drummer. And we have Specialist Gonzalez um, on the piano and on the keys. And then uh, Sergeant Cho is a saxophonist, alto saxophonist. Um, so we all um, we all play our, our parts well, and we work well together. Yeah, and I think anyone listening to this, I mean, it's probably no surprise that both of you are vocalists. But... Um how did how did this? What's your singing background then before the army? What was what's your music background? You want to go first? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> I, go first. Uh, I grew up with music. I think the the earliest recording of me uh, singing was in church with my dad at four years old, um, and my parents even if they wanted to, which I hope they didn't, but they they couldn't have shut me up. I just loved singing, and I learned every Disney movie, and uh, I went to school for musical theater, and then I worked on cruise ships for a while. So oh, really? it's just been yeah a constant. Yeah. I love music, and my family's my mother major was uh, piano pedagogy my dad is a, a chaplain or he was a chaplain um, but he will sing in church and loves to sing I used to think he sounded like Elvis mm. yeah. so. <laughs> do, do you ever sing Elvis songs in the band uh, we don't do them in the band. I was gonna say like my I grew up like singing them with my parents in the car. Mm. Like that's how we got through like traveling from or moving because mm. we moved a lot in the army. Um, we would just sing old gospel songs or Elvis songs, but we mm. haven't done an Elvis song in the mm. band. We're Seems gonna have like to... there'd be a couple contenders that you could right. do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so special speaker, how about you? We're... Um, myself, so uh, I my father started his own business when I was three, his own entertainment business. Um, so I grew up in the entertainment industry um 
pretty much from birth. He's a professional saxophonist, but he also has his own booking agency. Um, so I actually, singing didn't come until way later. Uh, I was dancing, acting, and then playing the drums. And I, I was actually kind of forced into singing. I went to a junior high um, where I was taking the principal of business class. And when I moved junior highs, that school didn't have that class. Uh, they only had choir. That's the only, I had to, you know, they had to fill my schedule. So they put me in choir and I was like, no, I don't want to sing. You know, I'm a drummer. I'm a dancer. Like, I don't want to sing. And, um, the choir director of that school happened to be, um, the accompanist for, um, a play I had did the like, two years prior. And I remembered her and I was like, okay, well, if I'm in this class, I at least try, you know, just out of respect for her. And her name was Miss Brooks. And she put me on every concert. She gave me a solo on every show we did. When I, I didn't audition for it, I told her I didn't want to. And she was like, I see something in you. I want you to, I just want you to do it. And I was like, okay, Miss Brooks, okay. So then I just started singing. And um, of course, when you're 12, 13 years old, you want to sing with the cool kids sing, you know, or listen to, you want to sing Chris Brown, you want to sing all that. And um, that that's not my forte, but I was, so determined I, I, I just wanted to be an R&B singer and um, my dad even told me now my dad supports me that is my best friend my hero like the greatest man on earth to me and um, he was like D I love you but uh, I don't think I don't think singing <laughs> you know you already know how to play the drums act you know you dance even funny you know you look comedian I, I don't think singing speak. I was like no dad I'm gonna do it and then uh, so I went through uh, junior high and high school trying to just do everything. I went from country, I went from pop, I went from opera, and then uh -huh. uh, when I was 16, going on 17, uh, somewhere around there, my junior year um, in high school, so I was probably 16, um, I just started listening um, I started paying more attention to the jazz artists uh, such as Nat King Cole, Sammy Davis Jr., Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, and I started. I always loved that music, just listening to, but I actually attempted to sing it, and that's when, that's basically it's like Happy Feet. I found my heart song. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, that yeah, it was that is is you know the rest is history. And then where are you from? Uh, I'm from Houston, Texas. Okay, so that all happened in, in Houston. Okay, yes, yes. <laughs> and and so uh, special Simmons. So being from an army, this is army, right? Yes. So um, did you have the kind of the the seed in you to maybe you could sing in the army, be a be a bandsman someday, or where did that come from? I did not know. I knew that the Air Force had singers, but I I did not know the Army had singers until I was I was in Canada. Um, I was I had just finished a cruise contract, and I was talking to my mother a little frustrated about the uh, non regularity of cruise ships, and like you don't necessarily know when your next contract's going to be. It makes money difficult, et cetera. And my mother said. Uh, Raphael, who is uh, Sergeant First Class Velez, who is a band liaison, but he's a family friend, um, she was like, he says you should audition for the band. He says there are singers. And I said, <laughs> uh, okay, well, yeah, very interested. Please let me know. And it kind of was, it. things in the Army move slowly until they don't, right. and then they happen really, really, really quickly. So it was kind of a, a long time of, figuring out how the process was and then COVID hit and that slowed stuff down. Um, but then once it was, I emailed one day and I was like, 
hey, would you mind just checking to see what uh, what the status is with like my video I sent in? And the next day he was like, all right, we're scheduling an audition. You need to go to MEPS. You need to like, <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, so you, so the audition timeline that includes MEPS. So like if they like you, like you're, you got to go <laughs> basically. Or? Yeah. So you do, it might be a little different when COVID is not an issue. Um, I think the only difference is that I did more things like in a room and videoed and sent it in. Um, but you do like an, a preliminary video and then they say, oh, we want you to audition or we don't want you to audition. If they say they want you to audition, you have to clear like a basic clearance of MEPS before you uh, can because they don't want to be auditioning mm. people that they can't take. So I went to MEPS probably more than most people do because you have to go get cleared through it and then audition and then go again and they want you to go very quickly and swear in even if you're not going to basic right away um, because well, they say it's so you can get your assignment, but I think it's so that they can know for sure who's, who's mm-hmm, coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had a little more time to wait until actually leaving for basic, and then I went to MEPS again. Um, so it's a it's an interesting process. But. Mm. And then I was thinking, like, most people, when they go and they join the Army, they, they do a special, like, say, you know, you're an artilleryman or um, an MP or something like that. You've never really done your job. But for both of you, I mean, you've been singing for a while. So when you when you went to AIT, is there an attitude among bandsmen, like, what am I going to learn here? Or what, what, what did you learn at AIT? Well, my, my story is actually different. Um, I actually am air defense artillery. I'm 14 oh. Gulf. Um and uh, air defense system operator. And I, I auditioned for the band last summer. Um, I was Korea was my first duty station. I was actually stationed on Suwon, which is a Korean air base. Um, and then, because uh, uh, you know, air defense, we have you know units on every every post. Um, so then I got moved to Osan, and I was working there on Osan Air Base. And then I've heard about the band at Humphreys, and then I went over and talked to the ops NCO and. Yeah, asked to audition, and here I am. So, so they just kind of switched you over, or how, how does so? That? I'm still, I'm still a 14 golf. I'm okay. a OJT on the job mm, training, okay. and um, I have the the choice to go to the school of music into a reclass, um, and so yes, yeah, so that's still a, a possibility. Hmm. For AIT, we ha- we had Mosties when I was Mosties when I was there. Um, so they they train just with like the people coming straight out of basic, um, but. Uh- for the most part, like you get all these musicians at AIT and we've just come out of basic, which probably because we've all been working, for the most part, we've all been working as musicians. So basic training is a, a big shock, or for me it was. I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> this is different than anything I've ever done. Um, so most of the attitude at AIT is, oh my goodness, I am so glad I'm doing music again. Because hmm. uh, you spent hmm. 10 weeks not with your instrument or you know like i had a drill sergeant tell me to stop singing once because i would sing in the uh bays and he was like stop it stop singing i was like i'm so sorry (laughs) um so um i think the biggest attitude in ait is like oh my goodness i i get to sing or i get to play my instrument again and then of course we have to do drill band so we have to learn to march and that's a big part of the curriculum is learning the Mm -hmm. drill band and concert band okay and then um so we're we're in a Korea country that loves karaoke, mm-hmm. and you probably haven't gotten to do much karaoke 
here. What what are you both your thoughts on karaoke and for it? Are you? <laughs> oh, I'm I'm all for it. I love karaoke. Yeah. I like watching karaoke uh, more so than actually performing it. It's fun to perform as well, but usually I like to watch because the people who are singing karaoke are doing it because they love it. Exactly. They, they just mm-hmm. have to sing, and I love watching. Even somebody who's completely tone deaf, it's so wonderful to watch them sing because they just love it and they don't care. And they're, yeah, it's wonderful. I, my, my, I'm a go-to uh, Neil Diamond guy myself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but hopefully, I mean, everything's reopening now, so hopefully you'll get a chance before both UPCS. <laughs> Maybe tonight in Daegu. <laughs> Maybe. Shout out, shout out to all the Koreans and the Filipinos because they... They kill karaoke. Mm-hmm. They are they karaoke do. legends. On uh, ships in the bosun, so the most of the working population on ships are they are Filipinos. Um, I think it's like sixty percent of the population, and the bosun storeroom always has a karaoke machine. Oh really? And mm-hmm. I have lots of memories of just we would just go sit in a room, <laughs> look mm-hmm. at a karaoke stream, awesome. yeah. screen, and sing. And I'm I'm uh, I'm Afro Eurasian, so the Asian part is Filipino. So much love to all my <laughs> Pinoy Pinay people. Okay, and then so let's look at a little deeper at just the, the concept of an army band because a lot of people will just see it every once in a while. But um, what do you what are your thoughts on the the why it's important to have army bands still military bands? What 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 they bring to the fight, like as far as morale or esprit de corps, things like that. I have a lot of thoughts. Do you want me to go first or second? Okay. Yes, please. Um, so my, obviously Korea is um, a station with very specific goals and uh, that may not apply to all army bands. Like one of our biggest things here is strengthening the alliance. And, and I think we're doing a good job of that. We get to work with the M&D band and different rock. Uh, we worked with the Rock Navy band uh, for an upcoming, upcoming concert. Um, so that's really wonderful. Um, one of my biggest things, and especially growing up with like a chaplain dad, who like the chaplaincy is about morale and it's about caring for our soldiers. And I really think that that is one of the most important things about the band. Like we do, we do pomp and we do the ceremonies, and that's very important too. Um, but like for me, those concerts that we do for lower enlisted soldiers and that that kind of thing is really what makes me feel like I'm. I have a purpose in the army and what I really value is being able to perform uh, basically a concert for people that, you know, maybe their day to day is, is not great mm-hmm. and they're far from home and hearing a familiar song is, is fun and it boosts morale. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, and I, I just hearing you say that, I think back to the performances I saw when I was deployed in Afghanistan in 2011, and though they really did, I mean, hit something you know different than just you know listening to music, and um, also, and I almost forgot when you started bringing up the alliance part of it. Let's talk a little bit about your performance w- with uh, the rock singer. What was that? Oh, Yuk Sung Jae. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how how did that what was your rea- how did that come about what was your reaction to that Um I I'm not sure how, like our ops department is really good and they, they like have are working toward as many joint projects as possible and it was really just happy that I just gotten here and I I think I'd been here maybe 3 months and we went up and and 
they uh, most of the organization and all the filming and all that kind of stuff they had a whole production team hired to do it makeup team hmm. hair um the, like the sound korean team. side that was all yes mm. that was the mnd band that like we came up a day early to actually lay down the vocals but they'd already laid down the whole track and done their own arrangement of the track that song was a little different originally it's like a country song and it's original. called we go together we go Is together and so for those who don't remember, uh, we'll put a link in the, the show notes to the YouTube clip, but it's <laughs> it was a duet between Special Simmons and, and what was this? Yuk Sung Jae. Yeah, who was a K-pop He's artist? a K-pop star. He's more prominently an actor, um, but he's also a singer. He was in a band, B- BTOB. So it was a it was a duet, both of you in uniform singing this We Go Together song. And I think it was re- received very well. I mean, it seemed like it was uh, kind of viral in Korea when it when it came out. Yeah, I, th- I think it did very well. Um, one of the coolest things about being on set is like, Yuk Sung Jae is obviously a star. And he would, depending on what location we were at, there was always like a little cluster of girls like on the side. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, what, what can you tell? And... Then what goes into the set list then for for these different events? Like is is that are there requests by where you're going or is it kind of an internal thing? There are sometimes requests. Um, so we go together. If that that comes up, that's typically a request or very appropriate when we're singing for generals and stuff like that. They'll actually the ops team will be like, "What is the general's favorite song?" You know, like they will try to find out. When we did General Abrams' retirement, like that set list was formatted for him hmm. and what he likes um and what was that what did he like 80s rock okay i was gonna <laughs> guess that because uh general allen is the same way He's oh, <laughs> good to know yeah. <laughs> um do you want to talk a little bit about set list baker um so hmm. putting uh, as far as putting work into the set list um is very open um, we we listen to each other's uh, opinions and we listen to each other's uh, t- taste in music as well as uh, our abilities. You know, because as professional and as experienced as we are, there are some things you know that you know we're still human. And you know, I don't have Whitney Houston's vocals. You know, and mm-hmm. you know, so it's like you know, I can't rap as fast as Busta Rhymes. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like we have to take a lot of things in consideration and make sure that. Um, we all can can um, be cohesive, you know. So, so this is something you that will be possible to, to play well. Exactly, basically. it's not yes. beyond your yes. ears. And and uh, something that, that I was thinking as well in that last performance is, it really it struck me both of you are so confident in front of what was a room of you know superior ranks and so i think a lot of people are just get nervous doing karaoke in front of their friends so where where does that confidence come from to do it in front of you know fellow military members so for me um the first thing uh is always going to be my confidence comes from god you know i know he gave me these uh, these abilities um so he gave me these abilities to share them, so it, I would be a fool to be shy or only give 50% in any performance, as well as my father. You know, like I said, I grew up, so I grew up, my dad was doing events for Shaquille O'Neal, for the mayor of Houston, for I've, Queen Latifah, just a whole a whole bunch of people. I, I've just been around celebrities my whole life. I've been to Beyonce knows Father's Mansion, and like everything. So it's just being in that environment, you just, 
you realize everybody's people. You know, everybody are just people, and everybody started from somewhere. The greatest person in the world, the greatest performer in the world, at some point, nobody knew who they were, but they still had that talent. You know, so um, um, also, I mean, even with just being on the military uh, music side, um, I mean, we've done stuff. We, we've done an event for... Uh, uh, Mr. Secretary, uh, Secretary of Defense uh, Lloyd Austin III. Um, we we've done events with uh, Park Bogum, the mm-hmm. Korean actor. We just did that, and uh, so it, we've. I mean, we've been in shows that I mean they've put in over a quarter million dollars into the show, like huge productions with some incredible people. And at the end of the day, um, you're doing it. So <laughs> even if you're yeah. not confident, you better fake it because you're the, out the there. The performance, yeah, <laughs> exactly. it all comes down to doing exactly. it. Yeah. And it's yeah. about like remembering that it, it, while like I'm sometimes like I'm the center or if I'm in the center, like people are looking at me, but like it's not about me. Like the concert, it, we're doing that for someone else. It's right. a service. And so if I spend my time being like, oh, they're looking at me mm-hmm. and getting shy and stuff, I'm actually doing a disservice to them. Um, and also for me, and I think probably for Baker as well, like music is my safe space. Mm-hmm. So like, to me, like that's the safe time. When I get off the stage, I do kind of, I'm, I'm like, oh my goodness, these are, this is a general that is talking to me right now. And I can get kind of like, oh gosh. Um, but on stage, it's like, well, this is, this is where I feel like I'm home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a very good way to put it. Yeah. So uh, last question, is there a song you want to perform someday that, that you haven't in the in the band yet, Army Band. <laughs> oh, uh, do you have one you can think of off the top of your head? I have so many I, songs I want to sing. I, I come in every week and I'm like, can we do a song? What about this song? Like, <laughs> um, I really want to do Vienna. I have charts, and hmm. now they're gonna hear this, and I'll be like, <laughs> stop mentioning Vienna. I've asked for it a lot. So the Billy Joel song. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, That's one of my wife's favorite songs. I <laughs> love that song. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> There's so many for different genres. I different know. Moves, like I want to do Whitney. Games. We never do Whitney. I, I want to do Natural Woman. I have all these songs. Uh, <laughs> mm, that's really hard. Well, while I you think about that because I, I was in AFN this morning. AFN Daegu has no Whitney Houston songs in their inventory, which wow. is Whoa. a crime. <laughs> is that why? Oh my goodness. That's a good question. Yeah. I'm not going to call out no names. Mm. <laughs> but if you hear this, <laughs> you need, <laughs> put you some need Whitney her. In, mm. in the mix. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. I would say, with something that we haven't performed yet in the band, um, <laughs> I don't know. Motown Philly Boys to Men. Oh, okay. Oh. I, there we go. I, I know that one. I know that one. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you to to both of you for for joining us today. It was a pleasure, and look forward to seeing you tonight at the uh, 19th ESC function we're going to. Uh, once again, and then they can people can follow you guys on Facebook. There's the Eighth Army Band page on Facebook and Instagram yes. too, so you can see uh, all the events you play at. But uh, good luck, and thanks for coming on the show, and thanks for listening to the Every Soldier Counts podcast. Thank you.